Hey, welcome to the Olympic Coaching Podcast today. I'm excited to finish up my interview with Christian Larson here today as we're talking more about biomechanics. Okay, This is the positions that your body get in for the maximum amount of leverage and performance and safety and injury prevention. And so we get into detail about why that's important and how you can improve your positions even now. And so we're real excited to talk about that today, but also wanted to bring up like, hey, I think a lot of people uh, look at Olympic coaching, they may not know everything that I do as a coach, everything that we do as a part of Olympic coaching. Like we handle nutrition coaching as a, as a major specialty, but also we're deep into strength conditioning and CrossFit coaching, that functional fitness and, and sports-specific training. So we really are working hard, and, and I really value as highest priority in my own expertise of being a nutrition coach and a strength conditioning specialist of prioritizing movement, improving movement patterns, ultimately improving your performance and your ability to function maximally for whatever you want to perform in, whatever kind of challenge or physical activity you want to do. So if you want more of that coaching, you want to sign up for one of the programs we have, reach out to me at caleb.linfit on Instagram or visit our website at linfitcoaching.com. But I'm excited to jump into an interview with Christian Larson today talking about biomechanics. Here we go. Okay, so biomechanics, this is something you teach. Yeah. So you know a little bit about this, at least a little bit, right? So, uh, <laughs> I want to get into like, uh, you know, something that I preach like crazy and it's something that the, uh, FMS functional movement systems, they like, it's part of their mantra, uh, yeah. like move well first, then move often. Right. And so I just want to get in, dive into this topic and see why does that, why do our positions matter whenever mm -hmm. we're exercising, we're moving, we're even just like our regular daily movements, sitting, standing, walking, whatever right. that is. As I'm slashed uh, over a little bit, we talk about. <laughs> yeah, like suddenly we just set up straight. You know, like, oh, whoops. <laughs> uh, great. Maybe we'll get break out the standing desk and I'll stand. That's right. <laughs> I have one in my office. I need to bring it home because I'm working from home so much right now. But yeah, I love the standing desk. I'm That's always. Legit. Yeah. Okay. So let's explain. Let's define it real quick. What are biomechanics? Yeah. So biomechanics is, is people think of it as technique, you know, that's what biomechanics is. And if you want to get into the physics side of biomechanics, you look at kinematics and kinetics kinematics is the study of motion. So you look at velocity, acceleration, momentum, kinetic energy, stuff like that. Um, and then kinetics is the forces that cause those motions. So within our systems, we have muscle that produces force. Uh, we can also bias some other soft tissue. If we use plyometrics, right. If we do quick stretches, we can make our soft tissues help enhance force production. Uh, so we have that side of biomechanics. Um, the side that I talk about way more though, is what you just mentioned is positions, right? Mm -hmm. Joint mechanics. How are we built? What are the joints? What are, what are movements at joints? What are common injuries at joints? Um, and if you really break down biomechanics, there's two, there's two goals of biomechanics. The first goal is to improve performance. So if you're studying biomechanics, the first goal is to prove, improve performance. The second goal is injury prevention. Now, the really cool part about this is if you improve performance, you're likely doing it through better position and better technique, which allows better force production through your system uh, and lower force bleeds. That's something that I saw in, in the stuff that you talk about. We'll definitely can get to that. Uh, but by doing that, you're automatically reducing your chances of injury. 
So that's what's really cool about looking at biomechanics and positional, basically positional strength and, and sequencing a movement. If you get better at those things, not only are you going to get better at performance at doing it, you're going to decrease your chances of getting hurt. So. Oh man, this just opened a huge can of questions and everything. <laughs> man, this is awesome. Um, this is something I'm most passionate about. So, I mean, I'm going to be careful to keep us on a, a limit the time here so we don't just flood people with information information overload just dump it on them be like oh no what do, what do i even do so right. uh so, okay so how does like even a basic understanding of biomechanics just understanding movement um, and positions how can that change the way that a coach or an athlete views or even values movement uh Great question. I love what FMS does. I actually went to FMS level one and level two to see how they did things because um, position is so, so important with all of life. Just like you said, um, let's just talk basics. The, the way that we sit in America anyway, most people are sitting for many hours a day. We sit at about mid-range hip flexion. Um, by sitting in that position all the time, a lot of times we have, uh, our toes pointed slightly out. So we're a little bit externally rotated at our hips and they're flexed. So our hip flexors get tight. So the muscles that cross the pelvis and, and the hip and attach on the femur get shorter. And that causes our pelvic girdle to tilt forward anteriorly. And when that happens, we get ex excess extension in our lumbar spine and we get a sore back, Right. And you see this all the time. People, you, people are standing in line, just watch them standing in line. Their chest is a little bit forward and their butt sticking out a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's because they have anterior pelvic tilt, likely because of how they're sitting most of the day. It's just because <laughs> of how their tissues and their hips have adapted from sitting yeah. so much. Yeah. 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 That's it. And so, and it's like, well, how do we avoid that? Well, we have to be intentional then on making sure we open up our hips. We do a lot of hip mobility work, uh, especially on the anterior side, but then also you see people with low back problems because we sit in this external rotation position and we have external rotators at our hip and those get short. So those end up pulling and you'll see this all the time. If you go to the gym, um, just check this out. Next time you go to the gym, if people are walking around with their toes pointed slightly out, they're, they're getting, they're getting tight external hip rotators and eventually that's going to cause some back problems. Right. Mm. So it was super interesting stuff. And it's just from us, what we do on a regular basis. And these things have happened to me personally. So i I'm the same as you. I was like, why is this happening? How do I get this fixed? I know you've had Mitch Keating on here. He's, mm -hmm. he's awesome with movement. I go to Mitch. Um, but, uh, that just understanding biomechanics will have a huge effect on, probably a coach's eye and how they coach people and what they put emphasis on. That's how I, that's what it's done for me anyway. Mm -hmm. Man, that's, that's fascinating. I, I love how like this, this uh, episode is like so visual. I imagine people were just listening to that, what you were saying just now. And they're like thinking about how they're sitting and where uh -huh. their toes are pointed and you're like, Oh no, <laughs> like I got to fix my posture. you know. Right. <laughs> so, but that's, what's amazing about it. It's like raising your awareness, even just, slightly like even just thinking about it a few times throughout the day can make a huge impact like right i love what small things like uh like kelly starrett is doing with the ready state like giving you some practical mobilizations to help open up the hips or lengthen yep. those tissues or even just like getting into a ready position like squeeze your butt as uh -huh. many times as you think about it throughout the day it's going to change your pelvic position so that you're yeah because you it pulls you into problems. a better position yeah yeah so <laughs> it's just hilarious like there's actually been literal case studies done of like 
if someone squeezes their butt a certain number of times a day, like do they have less back pain? It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I bet uh, you it's correlated, right? Yeah. It's correlated. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hilarious. But uh, okay. So as far as biochemics and lifting and exercise. So I've always told people that your lift begins, whatever exercise movement uh, you're doing, it begins before you move. It starts with your setup. Is, is that right. true? Absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, and I think I learned this the best when I, when I learned how CrossFit taught a deadlift because I had deadlifted, um, my whole life, but I, I always had a different setup. I didn't have a way to get myself in the proper position. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and that's where it really started hitting me on how important setup was to the entire movement. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, and, and a way that I like to explain this as I, when I'm in class is, just boiling it down to what are we actually after, right? So pretty much any movement that we do, we're going to start with our feet on the ground, right? So, and we generate force through our muscles, but if we, we always have to pull Newton's laws into biomechanics, right? We got oh, yeah. to talk about, we got to talk about Newton. Force. So <laughs> you have the law of reaction, right? Yeah. The law of reaction. So ground reaction force, really our ability to be efficient in our movement is not only how much force can we put down into the ground, right? Cause as we push down, then we can move that force back up because it's going to push back up on us with as much force as we push down. So we generate force to push down and then we take that force back up through our system. Now, if we're in a better position, not only are we less likely to be injured, but force transfers through our system more efficiently. So we can place it. If we're deadlifting, we can place that force onto the bar like we want to. Whereas if we have a bad knee position or our lumbar spines out of place a little bit, then our body has to use extra energy to hold that. So we don't injure that joint mm -hmm. and we can't use that energy to move the bar. Mm. Right. So really all of, all of technique work or biomechanics is meant to create more efficient force production through our systems. And if we think of it that way, then we're like, okay, well, I don't want to lose force there. Cause I only have a certain amount that I can generate and I want it all to go where I want it to go. And that's where I really start with it. And then I say, okay, so now because of that, how is important is our setup? How is it, how important is our sequencing of movement, right? What if we're out of sequence on our movement? We're wasting a ton of force. We're wasting a ton of energy that we're not putting where we want it to go. So I think it all has to boil back down to, okay, our goal is this. If we want to be as efficient as possible in that, then we have to be good at mechanics. But okay, so this this is super fascinating. Um, and uh, so our, I mean, you mentioned how like the setup is super super important because mm -hmm. like if you don't set up right, this, the rest of your lift or what or the rest of your exercise is going to go well because your force isn't be able to be applied efficiently. Correct. And uh, and I'd add to that like if if you're not being efficient with your force production, you're going to get fatigued faster. So ultimately, your your performance dips. So if you're, if you're choosing to compromise your position because you want to like beat someone next to you, ultimately you're going to end up losing in the long run because you could totally beat someone else, you know, um, <laughs> right. down the road and you're not going to be as tired or busted up or needing yeah. uh, someone to massage your back afterwards or something like right. that. So, no, I love uh, the way you pulled physiology into this, right? You're, you're going to waste ATP. Yeah. Yeah. So. And so that, that brings it to like the position matters throughout your lift as well. So my question for you is like, how, 
how the how does a willingness to compromise your position like in a lift or uh, whether your your position is compromised from like a lack of mobility or a lack of skill or it's just like you just don't care right <laughs> um, how does it affect you in the short term the long term sure um so in the short term, so every situation is different. So most people are not in the middle of a high level competition on a daily basis, right? Yeah. So sometimes you just, the goal is to win. You're, you're competing in this thing and your form's going a little bit, but you need a couple more reps. So you just finish them out how you can. I totally get it. That's part of competition. Um, that's why, you know, sport has, should have more inherent risk to it than a training session. Cause you can control all the variables in a training session. You can't always in a sport. Yeah. Um, so, but acutely in one session, if you, if you choose to compromise, you could injure yourself. I mean, that's the, that's the worst case scenario, right? You injure yourself and then you can't train. And that we all know how frustrating that is, right? That's the worst. Like I can't do what I want to do. Yeah. Um, and that leads to psychological issues as well. And I loved, if I jump back, I want to give you a compliment on the finisher that's a great psychological tool because then people do feel like, okay, I got, I'm sweating. I got some work in, even if that wasn't the goal of the training session. So I just had to give you props on that. I'm going to oh, use thanks. it. Caleb. <laughs> um, but yeah, acutely you could, you could injure yourself uh, over the long term, though, over the long run, you're really just going to cost yourself in performance. You're the better technique you have, the better you're going to be able to perform long-term. And as you continuously improve that technique, you're going to be able to add workload to it. You're going to be able to add speed to it. So your overall performance is going to get better if you give yourself time. We're all in a hurry, right? So that's where when I talk with people, I'm really like, okay, you're the, unless you have a specific goal for a competition, treat health, wellness, performance, whatever, as a lifetime thing. And you're, you've got time to keep getting better and keep getting better and keep getting better. And the less you compromise up front, the longer you're going to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that just shows that no matter what we're doing for exercise, whether you're running for a long time mm -hmm. um, or you're doing a one rep max, like your position, your technique matters uh, because ultimately like if you're compromising on your position, that's also just putting wear and tear on your joints. That's not necessary. It's putting your body in bad positions. So it's going to cause stress, mm -hmm. whether that's on uh, soft or hard tissues, and you're going to get aches and pains that are going to become chronic pains. If you don't deal with that, you know? Right. And so it's like, if, if you feel something that's off or if you feel something that hurts, it's not a sign that you should just grit through it. Like, Oh, I just got to get the work done. I want the gains. You know, it's a, uh, that's what your body telling you, like something's not right. Let's fix right. it. You know? Yeah. That's what I, K star has a great quote on that. Kelly star Ed has a great quote on that. He's like pain. It, movement is not supposed to cause pain. If yeah. there's pain or discomfort, that means something's off and you need to address that. So it doesn't get worse. Not just, you know, like, and I think we all heard that growing up. Come on, just fight through the pain, no pain, no gain. Well, it depends what kind of pain you're talking about. Cause if we're talking about soft tissue or joint pain, there will be no gain because you're going to, you're not going to be able to. Yeah. You're ultimately going to be sidelined at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's humbling to hear. It's like, not, it's hard for people to accept. Uh, but I think and something me that too. I mean, to. yeah. yeah, I don't want anybody to think that, no, I have all this stuff. I've never, this, I've, I've not only read about this stuff and seen it, but I've done it right. I've yeah. been, Oh, I'm just going to do one more cause I'll be okay. And then I hurt myself and I'm out. 
you know, yeah. I've done that so many times. So I mean, yeah, it's true. From- part of the reason that us as coaches or, or people who've are saying these things out loud, it's a lot of it's from personal experience. We had this conviction because it's like, I've broken myself so many times. I don't want you to do it. So I don't want you to be as broken as I've been several times. <laughs> Just learn from me. Just learn from me. So you don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I mean, you, you, you mentioned a little bit about how like your force and efficiencies really, like it really drops whenever you're compromising movement or your, your movement isn't ideal mm-hmm. um, and your injury risk goes up. Can you like elaborate on that a little bit? Like, why does that happen? So like, biomechanically like why what's happening so far as like forces um whenever you're compromising movement yeah um so if you if you just say um you're going to generate x amount of force as you push off the ground so and that stays the same no matter what if you are in a bad position then your body is going to have to use some of that force and and hold a position that you wouldn't have to, right? So let's say you're broken, your, your lumbar spine's excessively flexed, right? Mm-hmm. Which isn't a strong position. It's, it's a non-neutral position of your spine. Mm-hmm. So in order to, your body's going to protect against injuring that. So it's going to throw more muscle tension into that area to try to brace that area. That's going to take force to do that. So some of the force that could have been on the bar, moving the bar is now having to be used here. Okay. Right. That's and and or if we're out of sequence, a lot of times if we're out of sequence of the movement, it's not necessarily that we have the same amount of force, but I, I do this really weird jump in my biomechanics class. So I get up at the front of the class and I ask everybody if they have been watching jumping technique. And of course, everybody says no. Right. No, I've not been watching anybody's jumping technique. I said, OK, so I, I'm going to show you that you can still see poor technique or I want you to tell me if I have good technique. And so I stand up and I get into a ready position. uh, And instead of extending through my hips and knees, I extend my ankles first and then I jump. Oh, (laughs) I bet bet they're like, Oh yeah. They laugh. That's exactly what they do. And so what I'm trying to show them is if I'm out of sequence, my jump performance drops drastically. Now I show them an extreme situation, but they, they can't tell me though. Why? So they'll laugh and I go, okay, I'll take that as it's a, you thought that wasn't good. So then I say, okay, but why wasn't it good? What did I do? Well, you jump backwards. Yeah, I did jump backwards, but why did I jump backwards? Well, your shoulders went back. Yeah, they did. But why did they do that? Right? So I'm trying to get them to understand the sequence of my ankles extending too soon caused my whole jump to be off. Hmm. And that's a, so my efficiency of force production to get me myself vertical in the air was terrible because my mechanics were bad. Mm -hmm. So that's how I try to, and that's really been the best tool that I can use to, and then people get it. Oh, okay. My technique has to be good so I can efficiently transmit force through my system and get the outcome I want. Man, that's awesome. I I think it's good for athletes and coaches to hear today, just about why biomechanics or positions um, really matter, uh, for our performance and for our injury risk and everything. So, man, thanks for your time today, Christian. This was great to just talk back and forth on this. And we, I mean, I learned a lot from you every time we talk and it's just good to be reminded of a lot of these things. Sure thing. I, and I learned a lot today too, Caleb, I appreciate you having me on. Um, and like we were talking about, we could do this forever. So it, it's, uh, it's a good cutoff time, but, um, I really appreciate you giving me the time and, and hopefully this can be helpful to, to people that, uh, you're working with. 
All right. Thanks, man.